Today, I'm going to tell you a story that should be pretty worrisome in the world of red flag laws. A friend of mine recently reposted a Facebook post going around about a hypothetical situation in which someone called the police on a conservative man because they didn't like his politics and didn't like that he owned guns. In this fictional account, the police stormed in under the assumption the man was armed and dangerous and with the intention of confiscating his firearms. A gunfight broke out as the man didn't realize it was the police because they broke in like any other no-knock raid. And at the end of the story, both the man and his wife are shot and killed. My friend's Facebook was then flooded with comments saying he was crazy for posting it, it was obvious propaganda, and that something like that would never happen, ever. They even posted the news story of the man in Maryland who was shot and killed after a red flag report, saying he had deserved to die because he fought confiscation. They apparently didn't realize that the news story said pretty much the same thing as the post and didn't realize that the story actually proved the post's point. They also denied knowing anything about no-knock raids or the hundreds of incidents in which police have shot or killed people, even children, when raiding the wrong house or because the homeowners mistook them for burglars at 3 a.m. These raids already happen over the war on drugs, so why wouldn't they happen over the war on guns? Ironically, a mere two days after this flood of outrage on Facebook, denying that anyone would ever call the police over politics or over gun memes or even conservative views, someone did. And the man did, in fact, become the recipient of a no-knock raid. His crime? Posting a meme. That's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. But before I get to that meme, I'd like to make a quick shout out to USCCA, a great company that provides both financial and legal protection to gun owners should they find themselves in a self-defense situation. Though hopefully that situation is never a no-knock raid. USCCA also offers self-defense training and education and can tell you exactly what to do and not do if you ever find yourself having to talk to the police. To check out their membership options, you can visit the link down in the description or text DOLL, that is D-O-L-L, to 87222. To get back to our main content, this story does start out with a Florida man, but don't let that detract from the point. I am the Florida man, like I'm the original, like that was me. I'm Dylan Webb, I like free speech, and eating ass. No, not that Florida man. The Florida man in question is Peter Van Antwerpen, who is a resident of Weston, Florida. He also happens to be pretty unhappy with the Florida political climate, especially surrounding guns. So let's set the stage here as to what exactly he was so unhappy about. Last year, some of the members of the local Western government joined a lawsuit to eliminate preemption law in Florida. Preemption law specifically affects Broward County, which passed a five-day waiting period and enhanced background check bill 20 years ago. Unfortunately for Broward County, Florida had already passed the preemption law back in 1987. Counties continued to ignore it and break it, so the state added some teeth to the statute in 2011. 
According to the Sun Sentinel, Broward County's waiting period law hasn't been enforced locally because of that exact preemption law. State law doesn't include the county's provisions, and anti-gunners are pretty salty about it. Just look at this headline. These poor gun laws are just languishing away in Broward County, and officials who try to implement their own gun laws outside of state regulations could be fined, sued, or even removed from office. Too bad, so sad. Last year, the Broward County commissioners decided to try and force their laws through by suing the state of Florida, arguing that the 1987 law and its 2011 amendments is unconstitutional, though I don't know what could be more constitutional than a politician getting knocked off the payroll for violating Second Amendment rights. You've got to ask yourself a question. Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? Commissioner Steve Geller took it a step further and claimed that preemption law was not only unconstitutional, but violated his constitutional right to force people into five-day waiting periods. Seriously. Not today, Satan. Around the same time, 10 South Florida cities also filed a lawsuit because they, too, wanted to implement strict gun laws that went beyond what the state had already implemented. Soon after, another three cities filed a third suit against the state. Unfortunately, a judge ruled in favor of these cities in July and overturned some of the 2011 penalties. Actually, he overturned all the big ones. No more fines, no more being able to sue local legislators for violating the law, and no more being able to kick them out of office. The state attorney general immediately filed an appeal, but local governments started scrambling to write new gun laws before the court changes its mind. Man, I wish I lived in a state where the attorney general wasn't a tyrannical anti-gun dictator. <coughs> more Healy. <coughs> This is where Peter Van Antwerpen comes in. You see, he was afraid that the judge's decision would lead to local governments implementing assault weapons bans. And with good reason. Commissioners in the lawsuit flat out said that they want to restrict magazine size and enact all kinds of zoning regulations around guns and ammo, and there is a proposed state constitutional amendment gathering signatures for a total ban on semi-automatic rifles and shotguns. A measure that also defines assault weapons as any rifle or shotgun that can hold 10 rounds at once, which is basically everything. There have also been a flurry of buyback and confiscation proposals being flung around, and over 450 people had their guns seized within the first four months of Florida's red flag laws, which were passed in 2018. So it's not like Van Antwerpen's concerns were unreasonable. And Van Antwerpen, clearly in a fit of dangerous, terroristic rage, posted a Charlton Heston meme with the caption, From my cold, dead hands. He then dared to write on the post, Enough said, let them come. Since you are in the lawsuit, Peggy Brown, Dan Sturmer, and Byron Jaffe, I hope you are the ones to come and confiscate my weapons. Uh -oh. <laughs> Clearly, this was a very direct and unmistakable threat deserving of a full SWAT team breaking into his home, seizing his firearms, and risking a shootout. I mean, unmistakable. The threat was so direct, obvious, and unmistakable, in fact, that someone not even named in it called the police in fear for her life. 
That someone was Beth Jaffe, City Commissioner Byron Jaffe's wife. Though she wasn't even named in the post, and though there wasn't a single threat written in that post, she called the District Office of the Broward County Sheriff's Department and demanded that they investigate Van Antwerpen for threatening her life. This investigation amounted to four members of the police's threat assessment unit showing up at Van Antwerpen's door in full tactical gear and no warrant. They entered the house anyway. Luckily for Van Antwerpen, he was in a bath towel and wasn't strapped. He calmly answered their questions, which is more than I probably would have done. The team demanded he explain the social media post and Van Antwerpen asked them if the meme broke any laws, which it didn't. Why they had to run in in full tactical gear to ask him to explain a meme is both unknown and a pretty big waste of Florida tax dollars, if you ask me, not to mention completely unconstitutional. But either way, this conversation led the team to conclude that Van Antwerpen was not, in fact, a danger to anyone. They gave him the police report number and left. But the plot still thickens. He filed for a copy of the police report and it took Broward County three weeks to come up with it. When Van Antwerpen finally got his copy, he saw that the complaint had been filed by Jaffe's wife, someone he'd had run-ins with in the past. He believes Jaffe has a personal vendetta against him and some have called it a personal attack that amounts to swatting. I mean, yeah. The complaint also listed local business owner Janet Klomberg as a threat for replying, I'm with ya, brother, in the comments. Seriously. Again, I've, I've said that twice in this video. Seriously. Klomberg claims that Beth Jaffe has a history of abusing her husband's power and authority and using it against people she views as political adversaries, leaving many in the conservative community fearful of her wrath. Klomberg herself was a previous victim who had been looking into claims of voter suppression of conservatives in Broward County. Beth Jaffe then denounced Klomberg as a white supremacist, bigot, and racist in true leftist fashion. The accusations spread like wildfire, ruining Klomberg's business and her name. Sure enough, a quick Google brought up her picture under a headline reading, The Face of Hate. She was also called names on Twitter with people posting the name of her business along with threats of doxing. Her business has been removed from Facebook and has been effectively scrubbed from the internet. Shortly after Jaffe's accusations, Klomberg even received death threats, though police were never able to arrest a suspect in the case. According to Ammo Land, where this story first broke, several other members of the community had similar stories but didn't want to come forward publicly out of fear. Of course, the Jaffees and the county sheriff had no comment. That is your Second Amendment and liberty-related news for the week. Please don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and please don't swap me. I come in peace. <laughs> if you really like my channel and would like to help support it in other ways, you can do so over on Patreon or Subscribestar, or give a one-time donation through PayPal or crypto. I also have a list of affiliates in the description, as well as my new website. And by new, I mean still under construction, but if you want to check it out, head over to thelibertydoll.com and sign up for the updates. Until next time, thanks for watching, stay safe, and happy shooting!